0: Welcome to Sincerely Trish. This is an uplifting show based on a few life stories, faith, and a lot of years of experience on this earth. It's a show that will bring inspiration and hope to all who have ever felt something in this life that does not seem fair or possible. Let's begin. Hello, and welcome to Sincerely, Trish. This is episode number six. If you would like to email me, my email address is poodlewalker1 at gmail.com, and that's poodlewalker1 at gmail.com. I want to thank you so much for listening, just for taking the time to be here, because sometimes we can't believe what really happened in our life really happened. But we're still here and we've been given gifts and we've been given talents and we've been given life and we need to use use our gifts and we need to honor God and we need to honor those who have gone before us. Today, I want to talk about the family. I want to talk about why our families are in trouble. Why are we breaking down? I remember when the five of us went to New York City, and we decided to do all the sights and sounds of New York. It was before Natalie went away to college, and we visited the United Nations building. And inside one of the chambers was a beautiful piece of artwork of human creation and the entire world. And at the very core, the very center of human existence is the family. And it really displayed that when the family breaks down, so does all of society. And there was also a beautiful mosaic of the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And those two images really stayed with Natalie. And I remember her telling me on the subway that those were two images she could not get out of her mind. I think there are some things that are really hurting our families, our marriages, our relationships. I think we expect too much from each other. How often do we say, I wish she would do this. I wish she would do that. Why can't she do this? Why didn't she do this? But wishing doesn't work. Talking doesn't work. Yelling doesn't work. Again, we expect too much from each other. I think we're all plugging along and trying to do the best we can. But we all have so much on our plate. And it's always best to try to do it ourselves, isn't it? We're busy. We're distracted. There's a lot of noise out there. Things don't get said. There's miscommunications. Hmm, we're not as considerate as we used to be. I mean, oftentimes we forget to RSVP. We have conversations. Wait, you didn't tell me that. No, I did tell you that. You did? Don't you listen? <laughs> and technology. The advancements of technology, I I think, really have hurt the family. I mean, it's taking us away from being together. That phone is very isolating. How often do your kids just play games? How often does a spouse just spend so much time on the computer instead of being with His family or her family. How often does a spouse say, are are you coming up or are you just going to stay on the computer all night? What are we doing to help foster our families? Work is demanding so much from us. And of course, we're working more for less. So we're so busy. We're so stressed. We need the convenience. We have no time to cook. So we buy takeout or we buy carryout. And it costs more, it's not as healthy, but we have to work more to pay for the convenience of buying the food. I mean, it's all getting crazy, isn't it? Do you have any idea how it feels just to gather your family together, to light a candle? No television, no phones, no computer, just talking connecting, saying what's on your mind, communicating with one another, lighting those candles and praying, praying for the intentions of others. It will give you a peace that comes over you and your family, which is so beneficial. It gives you such an advantage of understanding, of belonging, of love, Keep the rest of the world out. Just be with your family and love them. Our guest today is a member of Natalie's family. It was her family in Richmond. Natalie created a family. They had their Sunday night dinners together. It is my honor to introduce to you Natalie's best friend, Katie Seabin.
1: My name is Katie Steven and Natalie was my best friend. I first met her in 2007 at our Atlantic 10 championship swim meet up in Buffalo, New York, which is Natalie's hometown. It was my freshman year in college and she was a senior in high school. She came to the meet to cheer us on and brought us homemade spider cookies for the entire team. She came right up to me, introduced herself, and she was so engaged in the meet. She already knew who everybody was. She knew everybody's times. Um, She was so excited to come swim for us the following year, and we were so excited to have her. I was friends with her for seven years, um, pretty much ever since that day. And it's hard to pick a favorite memory because there are so many, and they're all so good. Um, We would do just about everything together. We would go on walks. We went hiking to Old Rag. We spent 10 hours together and, of course, talked the entire time. We used to go to a rock gym to go rock climbing. We swam Masters together after we were done with college. We used to work out together on Sundays and play Frisbee. We went to the Luray Caverns. Trying to think of just one is impossible, but I'd have to say just every day was a favorite memory because she was just so ingrained in my life. And I lived across the street from her and her roommate, my other friend, Nicole. And after work, every day I would walk over to their apartment, and we would watch shows, and we would talk, and we would cook, and we had a tradition called Sunday night family dinner. And every Sunday night, one of us would cook for everybody else, and we would alternate each week. So Natalie had a week, Nicole had a week, and I had a week, and we we alternated for years. Um, They're much better cooks than I am, so I have to say I was struggling to keep up with their skills, but um, it was my favorite time of the week. Absolutely loved Sundays and loved every night after work, walking over to be with them. Um, We had so many good times there, and that's probably something that I miss the most. I remember one time during a hurricane, We all were holed up in in that apartment for about three days and just spent the entire time together and never left, and it's memories like that that are so special to me. To think about how Natalie changed my life, um, if you know her and if she was in your life, you know that your life was changed for the better pretty much in every way um, from knowing her. Um, everything in life that's hard um, she made easier for you just with her constant support and positive attitude she just lit up the room and she was truly a ray of sunshine. It was that confidence she gave you of always having someone in your corner and she made you feel like anything was possible. I remember in March of 2014. I wasn't sure if I wanted to sign up for the Richmond Marathon in November, and she encouraged me to sign up and told me that I could do it and that she believed in me and would be there for me. And I remember texting her, telling her that I signed up, and she said, you got it, girl. And after this all happened in May, after I signed up, I thought about not running and not training for the marathon just because... Everything was was so hard and I thought about her and I thought that she would want me to still do it. And now I've run three of them, soon to be four. And every training season and every marathon I run, I think about her every single run um, and how I feel like she's with me and supporting me still. And sometimes at the end of some really long runs I'll actually talk to her out loud I'll say come on Nat, one more mile and the necklace I wear uh, has her name on it and before every single race I grab the necklace and just hold it for a second and just tell her to be with me but I'm, I'm beyond thankful that I had her in my life even for, for seven years um, and I'm thankful that I'm able to be a part of this podcast and to be able to share her story because everybody who knew her talks about her all the time because she deserves to be celebrated, and the more people who can know about her life, um, the better the world will be.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Katie. Natalie was just insanely crazy about you. She knew everything about Katie, right down to the millionth second of any of the 100 flies or 50 frees or 100 frees that she ever did for Richmond. And she was so proud of Katie because she made it to the Olympic trials. What a huge fan she was. They confided in everything. And it's such a beautiful reflection on the company that you keep says really a lot about you. You know, your family is made up of people that you love. And I love the fact that Natalie made her own family in Richmond. Let's keep our family strong. Let's sit down, turn off the computer, turn off the cell phone. Let's be together. Let's talk, pray together, understand each other, slow down, live with less, be more understanding. Peel potatoes, peel carrots, make a homemade meal, scale back. We should be building smaller homes, not bigger homes. I know that if you ask any child if they want to share their room with their brother or sister or have a big room to themselves, they always want to share. We need to be together, we need to connect, we need to encourage, we need to care. And we need to love more. Thank you so much for listening to Sincerely Trish. Thanks for listening to Sincerely Trish. Be sure to check out future episodes on her blog, poodlewalker.com. And let's remember to live so that your life is a gift to others. Lead by example. Live to inspire and let your light shine.